Nine out of ten hiring managers are having difficulty hiring today. Robert Half is here to help. At Robert Half, we know talent. Visit roberthalf.com today. Our guest today is Tom Morello, the guitarist for Rage Against the Machine. He's got a new band that he's touring with this summer called Prophets of Rage. It's a supergroup that features, among others, Chuck D., a public enemy. This is WSJ Speakeasy, your source for entertainment, pop culture, celebrity, and the arts. Hey, this is Christopher John Farley, a senior editor at the Wall Street Journal. Today, my guest is Tom Morello. Of course, he's the guitarist for the acclaimed rock band Rage Against the Machine. He's got a new band going on tour this summer called Prophets of Rage. Tom, thanks for talking to the Wall Street Journal. It's always a pleasure. How are you doing, man? Okay, so tell me about this new group, Prophets of Rage. you got this new tour, the Make America Rage Again tour. You're going through 35-plus cities. It kicks off July 19th, and tickets will go on sale June 10th at LiveNation.com. Who's in this band? What makes it a supergroup, as they're calling it? It is uh, three of the members of Rage Against the Machine, myself, Timmy C. and Brad Wilk. It is the legendary Chuck D., vocalist of Public Enemy, and the equally legendary Be Real, the vocalist of Cypress Hill. On this tour, we will be playing the music of Rage Against the Machine and rageifying Public Enemy and Cypress Hill songs. I look at it not so much as a supergroup, it is an elite task force of radical musicians bent on confronting this election year BS. Now, uh, and just 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 to clarify, as this is an interview with the Wall Street Journal, the name of the band is Prophets of Rage. P R O P H E T S. I'm glad you made that clear for all the Wall Street Journal podcast listeners. Now, you're kicking this tour off July 19th in Cleveland, um, the same time as the Republican National Convention. Are you guys trying to kick up some trouble here? Well. Kicking up some trouble has been our business over the course of the last two decades. And actually, there's going to be one show before the RNC. We're playing on Skid Row in Los Angeles. Um, this is, uh, you know, this is our North American uh, campaign kicks off on Skid Row in L.A. and then at the RNC. Um, in various incarnations, I've played at protests uh, at both Democratic and Republican uh, national conventions. But this year, I think it is especially timely to have alternate voices heard, uh, especially at a time where a lot of uh, uh, newscasters and pundits refer to both the Trump campaign and the Sanders campaign as raging against the machine. We're here to set that record straight about what raging against the machine really means with Marshall Stacks blazing. Now, I've read that you've said that you're not supporting any candidate this election cycle, not not Bernie Sanders, not Hillary Clinton, and not Donald Trump. Why is that? Because it seems to me that if, if you're... Well, well, I, well, I, well, I do always vote uh, as, far as, as far as an official endorsement. Uh, uh, I don't feel it's appropriate. I worked as the scheduling secretary for United States Senator Alan Cranston for two years, um, uh, very progressive senator, I got to see how the political sausage is made on the killing floor. Uh, and it was so distasteful that it would be hard for me to... Uh, my, my politics are people politics with a lowercase p. And it's my belief that any change for the better is always going to occur from below, not from above. Uh, and I think it's a mistake for people to, I think it's important to vote, but it's a mistake for people to think that merely by casting their ballots into the void every four years, that they're going to see the kind of world they want to live in. That's up to us. 
Of course, the name of the group is Prophets of Rage. Tickets go on sale June 10th. You're going to be stopping by on your tour. You're going to be stopping by Brooklyn, Los Angeles, Chicago, Nashville, Atlanta. And you're going to be donating some of the proceeds of the profits to homeless charities. Tell me a bit about that. Yeah, well, we have a, we have a, a partner in each city, either a food bank or a homeless charity, because we think it's important that um, you know, we leave some sort of positive imprint behind the community where we play. It's kind of a Robin Hood tax, <laughs> in a way, where the victims of the grotesque economic inequality that, uh, you know, is at the, the core of the system is something that we like to address at every show. And our first three, we've done a, you know, three sort of warm-up shows in both Los Angeles and Brooklyn, and 100% of the proceeds from those shows have gone to, to homeless shelters. So it's important to us not just to get a message out about greater economic inequality, but to walk the walk as well. Now, of course, the front man for this band, one of the front men, is going to be Chuck D., a public enemy. How did you first encounter him? How did you first meet him? How did you guys first become mm-hmm. colleagues here? Mm-hmm. Uh, well, Public Enemy and Cypress Hill uh, were huge influences on Rage Against the Machine during our formation. They're two of my favorite MCs of all time. And the one thing that, uh, that Rage and P.E. and Cypress Hill in common is that in our music and our lyrics, we uh, unapologetically and in an uncompromising way express how we feel. So we've been, uh, I've been a great admirer uh, of Chuck D. and Be Real uh, for many years. So uh, we've also collaborated a number of times in the past. I've, you know, Chuck has performed on stage with Rage. I've produced some Cypress Hill songs. Uh, and we've really uh, been, you know, friends for a couple of decades. So it was both a natural fit and it's been really a great time working with two of my heroes. Now, of course, the front man for Rage Against the Machine is Zach De La Rocha. He's not part of this tour. Why not? Uh, well, I mean, this is a new band. Uh, you know, Flavor Flav is not part of this <laughs> either. Uh, you know, nor is Sendog from, from Cypress Hill. This is basically, you know, at, at this crucial historic moment, you know, uh, Martin Luther King famously said, uh, there's no hotter place in hell than for people who remain neutral during times of moral conflict. Uh, this is a time of great moral conflict, and we just basically said, hey, we have to do this now. We have to play these songs. They speak to this moment in time. We have to cause a ruckus uh, during our North American campaign this year. Raise your hand if you're in. Uh, and the people that raised their hands were myself, Timmy C., Brad Wilk from Rage Against the Machine, Chuck D., and Be Real. So that's our band. And DJ Lloyd from Public Enemy as well, who's a DJ, and he's a fantastic turntablist. Okay, we're going to take a little bit of a break and be right back with more from Tom Morello. I'm Veronica Dagger, and I want to retire rich. How about you? Then listen to the Watching Your Wealth podcast. We'll help you get there. For more information, check us out at wsj.com slash podcast and find us on iTunes, Stitcher, and now Spotify. WSJ Podcasts. Listen ambitiously. Now, back to the show. Hey, this is Chris Farley, a senior editor with The Wall Street Journal, talking to Tom Morello, the guitarist for the band Rage Against the Machine. He's got a new band, Prophets of Rage. They'll be hitting the road this summer with their, with their Make America Rage Again tour. They're going to be hitting over 35 cities, and tickets go on sale June 10th. Okay, Tom, you know, when I heard about this group and I heard I was talking to you, I just kind of sketched out some... I'm sure this tour is going to get a lot of fans, a lot of people looking forward to it. They want to see you with these uh, uh, 
other band members, but I just sort of sketched out some other folks I'd love to hear you play with someday. If you formed another supergroup, maybe on guitar would be you, of course. On bass, maybe Esperanza Spalding. Do you know her? Uh, no, I don't. Uh, maybe drums, Questlove. Maybe the MC sure. would be Kendrick Lamar. Uh, maybe keyboards, <laughs> Brad Meldow. Any chance of that happening? <laughs> let's, I mean, let's, let's take it one super group at a time, Chris. <laughs> right now, <laughs> we haven't even started this tour. You already got the next super group going. We'll make that, make that happen uh, next summer. One of, the, one of the important things, I'm sure there'll be other issues for Profits of Rage to, to deal with next summer, too. But um, you know, one of the, the important things, while a lot of the talk surrounding uh, a group like uh, Profits of Rage during election year focuses on the politics, I always have to keep in mind that the most important thing, the most paramount thing, is the music. Uh, the music is, in some ways, the spoonful of sugar that makes the medicine go down. But these songs, like these Rage Against the Machine songs, which have remained dormant for too long, you know, are now going to be being played by, you know, three of the four guys that wrote them, uh, and they're going to be wrapped by two of the greatest MCs of all time. So, you know, it's a, it, it, it's a, it, for me, it's kind of a, a, a playlist dream matchup, uh, and it's a real honor to be sharing the stage with these guys. And so far, you know, we, we, you know, you don't really know what it is until you start playing live, but in the three shows that we played so far, in the small club, the Whiskey in L.A., uh, the Palladium in Los Angeles, and the uh, uh, Warsaw Ballroom in Brooklyn, it's been it's just been intense, and the connection that this band has with its audience is as intense as the connection that uh, Rage had with our audience back in the day. Now, of course, Rage Against the Machine always had a political streak. Prophets of Rage is also, looks like, going to confront some of the political ideas of the day. And very recently, there's been a lot of talk about the intersection of pop culture and politics with the death, the passing of boxer Muhammad Ali. And you've written about the fact that you had an encounter with him that really was meaningful to you. Can, can you tell us about that? I did. Yeah, I uh, met Muhammad Ali when I was nine years old. I was on an Air Jamaica flight from Kingston to Chicago when over the public address system came a voice that sounded exactly like Muhammad Ali. And he said, hi, I'm Muhammad Ali, and I'm flying this airplane. But don't worry, because I'm the greatest at flying airplanes, too. <laughs> now, I'm sure all of you want my autograph, so I'm going to come down the aisle and sign all your stuff. And he did. <laughs> I hope he wasn't flying a plane, but he did come down the aisle. If he was flying a plane, it was a safe flight. But uh, he came down the aisle, and he signed my Air Jamaica ticket, and he was as charismatic uh, and warm in person uh, as his public persona. Uh, he's someone I greatly admire because he... Uh, had the courage, he's a great example of someone who had the courage to weave his convictions into his vocation. That's something that I've tried to do in my music, and you don't see it happen as much as, as you would like out in the world. Uh, he combined his, his limitless talent with his uh, uncompromising uh, uh, desire to stand up for the dispossessed and the downtrodden of the planet. He's a real hero. Uh, of the people and the people's champion. You don't hear much about pop stars these days or rock and rollers or hip-hop stars having much political content in their work. Have things gotten worse in that respect, or are they just about the same as they always have? Yeah. Um, well, well, I mean, we'll, we'll see if there's an uptick during this. There's certainly going to be an uptick on the road uh, of North America at the Prophets of Rage venues uh, this summer. But, uh, you know, I've never, to, to me, I've never really focused on it. I think that, I think that, that, that 
one's responsibility is just to to speak the truth as you see it in the things that you do, whether you're a you know, um, podcasting journalist, whether you're a rock and roll guitar player, whether you're a carpenter, whether you're a student, um, to not leave who you are and what you believe behind in the work that you do. Um, so if, if musicians don't have you know, political convictions, and by all means, don't pretend to have them for my sake. Um, but you do find, you know, artists like you mentioned, Kendrick Lamar, who has a who has a like a very sort of nuanced politics with a lowercase p um, that speaks very much to this young generation. So you're saying, even through this podcast, I can still um, live up to the ideals of people like Bob Marley just just through this work. Absolutely, <laughs> not just through through any work. Anyone's work. Well, that's, well, well, that's good to know. Should do. <laughs> <laughs> now, um, a lot of people are wondering. Don't leave behind who you are and what you do. A lot of people are wondering what's next with Raging Against the Machine. Are we going to get an album from you guys anytime in the near there's, future there's, or in our lifetimes? Right, right, right now, right now, the 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 burning embers of of Rage Against the Machine, the, the cold embers of Rage Against the Machine are now the burning fire of Prophets of Rage. Um, where Rage Against the Machine lives is this summer in these songs that we're playing. Um, and we, we have nothing but the greatest uh, uh, love and honor and respect for Zach De La Rocha, the brilliant lyricist of Rage Against the Machine, who's working on his own music, which I'm sure will be fantastic. He's a great artist in his own right. Um, but, but where you're going to hear Rage Against the Machine is in Prophets of Rage. So I'm going to take that as a maybe <laughs> to a new Rage album? It's, it's, it's a guaranteed Prophets of Rage playing Rage Against the Machine all summer long. Okay, so Prophets of Rage hitting the, um, uh, the touring circuit this summer. Tickets on sale June 10th. The tour kicks off uh, this July. Now, can you tell me, will, will Prophets of Rage release an actual album at some point, do you think? Uh, we hope to do some recording uh, and release music before we go out on tour. It, it definitely won't be a full-length album, but we've got some... Um, you know, the, the, while the tour will be exploring you know, deeply the catalogs of Rage, Public Enemy, and Cypress Hill, we've got a new song or two that we want to record before we go out on the road. And one, one important thing about this, like... Uh, in this in this day and age of concert prices being through the roof, um, we, we insisted that at every show that there's a minimum that there's a uh, there's at least some tickets available for just twenty dollars, the people's price of twenty dollars, because we don't want there to be an economic barrier to people coming and enjoying the band. Well, great. So we've been talking to Tom Morello, the guitarist for Raging Its Machine. He's got a new band, Prophets of Rage. They'll be hitting the tour circuit. This summer, with their Make America Rage Again tour, tickets on sale June 10th at LiveNation.com. Tom, thanks for talking to the Wall Street Journal. My pleasure. Thank you very much. Always a pleasure to speak with you. The Claude Three Model Family by Anthropic is your one-stop shop for enterprise AI. Haiku is lightning fast and cost-effective. Sonnet strikes the perfect balance between skills and speed. And Opus sets new industry benchmarks for intelligence. Learn more at Anthropic.com slash Claude.